Arnaud um, leaves and heads into the, uh, the, the the peace summit is being held in the main bailey of Skyhold. As he passes into the main bailey uh, past you, the door closes and Ren turns and says, So, um, what are we going to do about that? I mean, right now, nothing. I, brother, are you are you showing restraint right now? Is that what this is? <laughs> well, I just don't want to go in there. But no, 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 no. You're showing you're showing restraint. I'm not. That's not what's I going on. I've always known you to tackle your problems it's like headfirst to the floor. Is this Lennon's influence? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it's a good point. No, it's a good point, Ren. Definitely. Let's just go in there and kill him right now. I just hadn't thought of. <laughs> I am shocked. I am delighted. I have. I hate this. I, I hate never you. Known <laughs> that you could actually have some modicum of self restraint. I'm, like, I'm proud of you. Looking beseechingly at Elian and Cassandra for help. Like, come on, please. Ren puts one arm around your neck and noogies you. <laughs> Ow, stop it. Stop. Hey, no, just because you're slightly taller, get off of me. <laughs> I, like, shove him hard against the wall. Well, we can't do anything about it right now, obviously, Ren. Okay. No, I'm just. That's a very acute observation, is all I'm saying. <laughs> I hate this. I hate this. Maybe I hate stop you. needling your brother so we can Absolutely not. Absolutely not. <laughs> we need to probably talk to Briella. Well, she's in there too. Well, yes, not right now. I mean, after we can find some time away. We don't know how involved she is. Isn't that kind of a danger? If we don't know how involved she is, mm. anything we say to her could go directly to Solus's ears. Mm hmm. Mm. Well, now that we know, we can be sure to be careful about what we discuss. Ren says, I think we should talk to his boyfriend first. Who's bo my boyfriend? He's not my boyfriend. I don't have a boyfriend. <laughs> See, the fact that you knew immediately who I was talking about <laughs> indicates that he is indeed your boyfriend, and I There's think we no should talk to oh him my... first. Wow, I hate this. Oh my god. <laughs> you made the decision. You saw me Why laid did we out bring in you the crypt, here? We should have left you, you made a conscious decision. <laughs> To take me with you. I'm just saying this is all on you. Oh my god. I just should have left you to die. I, I should have. I knew all along. Let's go talk to Lannan, you son of a bitch. Well, he's also in there too, but you know. Yeah. Oh shit. I guess we should just right. like kill time until then? Uh, yeah, that's a thing you could do. Uh, Skyhold is, um, it's impressive. So if you want to have a specific thing that you want to see in Skyhold, I mean, feel free. Like, you can't come into the main bailey, because obviously that's where the peace summit is being held, but anywhere else, mm. you can pretty much... Would we be able to find any of Briella's other affiliates or associates? Um, theoretically, yes. In practice, probably not. Uh, Briella, uh, her associates, as it were, are servants of Empress Selene, but not all of the servants. And you don't necessarily know which ones are with Briella and which ones are actually servants. Okay. Yeah. Okay, well then I'm, I'm all ears. What do you want to do? I'm all ears, get it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, that was an elf joke. I get it, I get it. <laughs> it's like, because the ears, awesome. <laughs> I give him a high five. <laughs> I feel like Elian's just kind of staring at you. He's just, He's totally, like, overwhelmed right now. His brain is not working anymore. He's still stuck on, like, what happened 30 minutes ago. Ren says, um, you go ahead and, like, do whatever it is you want to do. I am going to go see if I can steal more bechamel sauce. And then he leaves. Oh, my God. <laughs> I forgot about the eggs. <laughs> I'm just going to, like, 
do that thing that you do in the actual games where you're just like, what's in this room? <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'll go back to like the library section. The Library of the Inquisition is a large uh, circular tower. Um, on the lowest level of the tower, there is a single table, uh, and the walls um, are painted very elaborately. They're actually quite beautiful, painted murals that completely circle the walls. Uh, and then if you follow a set of stairs up and around, you come to the library proper. The library uh, is mostly quiet and abandoned. Uh, there is a in, there is a librarian uh, who is puttering around cleaning uh, some of the shelves, but it is otherwise empty. Um, I'm gonna pick a random book off of the shelves. <laughs> <laughs> it is a book by a man named Brother Genitivi. Uh, it is something about Chantry history. This is oh, so no. boring. I put it back. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Ellie, and you find yourself in the wine cellar. Uh, so underneath the main bailey of Skyhold, there's an extensive system of uh, smaller rooms. You think <laughs> you think some of them may be repurposed prisons and torture chambers? Because <laughs> like there are places on the walls where clearly there used to be chains attached, uh, but now the chains are gone now, and now there's just very lovely murals and tables and stuff. Uh, and yes, there is a, actually when you find the wine cellar, you're actually kind of impressed. Like there's a lot of stuff here and a lot of it is really good vintage bottles quite a diverse selection too i don't know what i'm supposed to do with this knowledge um start planning out a meal plan for every single bottle of wine (laughs) that is actually a game he would probably play You actually find one separate little room off toward the back of the main wine cellar that, according to a plaque, is a private selection of the Inquisitors. Okay, now that's interesting. Yeah, it looks like it has not been touched in some time. You'd feel bad about stealing from the larger room, but, you know, this small room, but that's just land and stuff. You can steal from him. That's fine. (laughs) (laughs) I think I would go in just to see, like, what kinds of things were in there, whether it was actually things Landon had actually picked out or... If it's just things that were probably gifted to him. So, so you probably didn't notice it while you were watching me play Inquisition, but there's actually there's a whole bunch of like, collection quests in Inquisition. Like you can collect the songs in the Skyhold Tavern. And you can also collect bottles of um, various alcohols and liquors. That's what I've been doing. <laughs> uh, and so you find that like it's a very, very diverse collection. Like they've got everything from like a Sun Blonde Vint, which is a very popular wine from Antiva, uh, to Grey Warden Conscription Wine, uh, which is uh, <laughs> famously not very good. It's uh, gee, what you know about Grey? Real cultural lore. Tell- Let's find out if you know about Conscription <laughs> Wine. Uh, so Conscription Wine. You don't know, actually, by now you do, because Ren mentioned it briefly. You you know something about the process of becoming a Grey Warden. It involves somehow taking the blight intentionally into yourself. Conscription wine is the wine that Grey Wardens talk about always following up the ritual to make them Grey Wardens. Whatever process that Grey Wardens go through to become Wardens is apparently so harrowing that they have to make their own liquor to deal with it immediately afterwards. Wow. So, so conscription wine is the this homebrew kind of moonshine liquor uh, that Grey Wardens are famous for making, and it's not supposed to taste good. It's supposed to be as alcoholic as fucking possible. <laughs> it's supposed to make you forget the last twelve hours of your life. 
<laughs> God. I don't know. I don't think Elian's like in a drunk mood. I think he's just Look, it's gonna be a long, hard campaign. You're not telling me you don't think there's at some point we're gonna wanna forget the last twelve hours. It's just Lannan. <laughs> you you can steal from Lannan. You can definitely steal from Lannan, it's okay. <laughs> I don't know, maybe maybe he takes one of the bottles just to bring up to share with the others later. Uh, which, the conscription wine, or something a little more flavorful? Something more flavorful. <laughs> Pussy. Oh man. Boring. <laughs> uh, Cassandra, you, were you serious? Do you literally just, like, stand outside <laughs> the main bailey, waiting for it to be over? Absolutely, yep. She goes back into, like, Cerebos mode and does not move or speak. <laughs> oh no. That's a, something that should probably be addressed. That's upsetting. It's weird. <laughs> okay, so you are just literally standing outside the main belly of Skyhold. So I think when the door opens, Lennon literally almost runs into you, uh, which is hilarious because he's like five foot five. Right. <laughs> and you are several heads taller than him. And he almost knocks you. He's like, creators. Oh, hey, have you been sitting out here this whole time? I have. Yes. Okay. That's, that's weird, but Okay. <laughs> You know, you could like, you could you could go around this castle if you wanted to anywhere, but I don't want to. Okay. Do you want me to? I have no control over you. Oh, that's right. You don't. I'm free now, huh? Yeah. Are you okay? Interesting question. Probably not. Okay. You should definitely talk. About that with someone who's better at talking than me. <laughs> Did you see Zabray? Uh, as far as I know, he left for the library. Are we talking about the same Zabray? I know. <laughs> I, I don't think he's actually reading. I would be shocked if he was. I'm just going to go. And then he leaves. I would like to say that whatever he does eventually find me, I will be reading a book upside down. <laughs> Perfect. I love it. <laughs> he... Arrives pretty quietly, uh, and he lightly smacks you in the shoulder. He says, hey, I have something to show you. I dropped the book. Ah! He does not even notice. He heads right past you to a window, and he pushes it open with both hands. He's like, this way. And then he crawls out the window. This is a very <laughs> tall tower. What the? What the? <laughs> what the f- where Where are you? Follow. And then he, like, he climbs up the wall out the window. I sort of shrug my shoulders, and I'm like, yeah, okay, checks out, and I do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually kind of a perilous climb. Uh, like... <laughs> Uh, it's, it's like, you know, 15 feet of sheer wall, uh, but the Skyhold is old enough that there's a lot of, like, places to grip, like, lots of little shelves where you can put your hands and feet to climb up, and he eventually guides you onto what is actually a roof, like a literal rooftop, and the view from the top of this roof is spectacular. Like, you thought the view from his, uh, chambers was good? This is an uninterrupted view of the Frostback Mountains. It is spectacularly beautiful. I think I take like a deep, like shocked breath a little bit. I'm just like, holy, how did you ever find this? I don't know. Chicken shit shims were men enough to come up and climb with me. So they all missed out on it. <laughs> Checks out. <laughs> I'm honestly a little surprised you made that. You don't usually see the type. Says, hey, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, I think I go over it. I'm just like taking the view, like pacing the whole thing. Wow, you really you can see for miles. He says, yeah, and this is a hazy day too. Creators. 
I just sort of like look around. I know this place has bad memories for you, Lennon, but this is the one place where the memories are okay. This is the one place no one could fucking find me. <laughs> It'd be a little hard to up here. <laughs> Negotiations are going well. Um, they're trying to figure out who is going to headmaster this university. And I have a bad feeling it's going to be me. What, you never wanted to be a dean? Says, you know, funnily enough, no. I never wanted to be a dean of a university in a castle in the mountains. It does sound extraordinarily boring. I'm at the top of my list of things that I wanted to do with my life. Uh, while we're here, I should mention, we, uh, well, not me. Ren found something disturbing. One of Briella's people has a crimson valiseline. I mean, it's like, I brought you up here because I like the view and this place has happy memories for me. <laughs> is, that what, is that what you, oh, I thought we yes, were here I'm, to discuss. I'm trying to be sweet and romantic and you're fucking ruining it. Oh God, I'm not good at this. I don't understand. Um, <laughs> so forget everything I just said. This is no, 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 no. It's like, oh God. Is Priyala's compromised? We don't know. We don't know yet. Okay, I'll get to the bottom of it. Ren did bring a good point. You might just want to go kill the man with the crimson arms, the Valisleen. He says, mm, killing him might not be the best. There's more we could get out of him if we interrogate him. Yeah. I was hoping to maybe see if we can find others and see how far this is spread. It could just be the one. It could, but I don't want to risk it if he's not. He says, I think I'll probably have to stay behind here. Stay behind at Skyhold? Yeah, just for a little while. Just long enough to capture... What was the name? Arno. Arno. I'll find him and I'll try to capture him on the down low and interrogate him and maybe bring him back to Kirkwall and Menrathis or something. I think I'm a little taken aback. Like, so wait, you're not, you won't be joining us? Uh, in Orzammar? Uh, no, this seems a little bit more important than that. I mean, I'm sure you guys can handle yourselves perfectly well. Yeah, I mean, I'm very strong. It won't be a problem. But <laughs> I just sort of look, look out. I think I just, I guess I'll miss you. Thanks. <laughs> I'm just like staring at him awkwardly. Oh god. And then I kiss him. <laughs> oh god. Yeah, I, I mean, he was trying to be romantic and then you did your best to fix it. <laughs> <laughs> trying really hard. You sure did try. This is my best effort. <laughs> An attempt was made. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Uh, so the long story short of the end of the summit is that it works. Like I can't like you 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 managed to persuade all three people of the uh, the seriousness of getting this peace summit to end peacefully. You managed to get the the allegiance of the Orlesian Chevaliers of Ferelden and the standing army of King Alistair. Uh, and you also got Briala. She has a not insignificant. Uh, a spy network at her disposal. Although Lennon is now no longer sure if they're safe to trust, uh, but in the interest of not showing his hand, he's going to keep his knowledge of that on the DL and capture Arno, stay behind in Skyhold, and get to the bottom of it. Uh, and things wrap up in Skyhold relatively quickly. It's so much easier than I expected, I say to Elian. <laughs> yeah, like, I can, I can picture that as, like, you're all on horseback, like, leaving Skyhold, and you're just like... I really thought that was going to be harder. It seemed like it should have been harder. Do you think we maybe did something wrong? Is there something we missed? That's what I've been asking myself for days. I don't know about you guys, but it was plenty hard talking to 
anybody <laughs> outside of you. I'm like, I turned to look speculatively at you and I'm like, oh man, I would have loved to be in that room. <laughs> Talkin pickpockets you, Elian, and produces the sun blonde vent that you stole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, at least somebody doesn't have ethics. Give me that. <laughs> <laughs> Talkin's like, hey, finders keepers. I didn't know there was decent alcohol in this rig. Come on. What else is... I'm like, I'm going through Elian's stuff. Like, <laughs> is there more wine in there? <laughs> I hit you. Get out of my bag. Okay, well, you can just tell me. Is there any more liquor that you've got? No. Well, that's boring. So sorry that I'm not up to your standards. I'm sorry, too. Talgan, you gonna share that? <laughs> he finishes off a couple mouthfuls and then, like, wipes his mouth with the back of his head. He's like, yeah, here you go. And then he passes it to you. I feel like that's not the kind of thing I would care about. I take a huge swig and I pass it to Cassandra. <laughs> I just, like, sort of look at the bottle and I'm like, uh... It's good. Just drink some, Cassandra. <laughs> Shrugs, okay. And then, like, I take a, I take a swig, too. <laughs> Drinking while on horseback, this was not what I expected to be happening. (laughs) I just kind of, like, look apologetically, like, sorry, Elian, we didn't ask, but... I mean, there's no way he purchased this. (laughs) (laughs) These are clearly ill-gotten gains, Talgan agrees. (laughs) (laughs) I was gonna ask Lannan about it, but then I couldn't find him. Oh, you stole it from Lannan? Oh, that's even better. (laughs) It's fine. (laughs) He wouldn't mind it if he does, who cares? (laughs) I also had, like, a bottle of, like... God, he had all sorts of things down there. So you only took the one? Yes. What's wrong with you? I just sort of shake my head. I turned to Talgan for, like, moral support. <laughs> yeah, no, he's right. You should have taken more. Thank you. <laughs> but they are Lennons, are they not? What's well, Lennons is ours. At <laughs> <laughs> the very least mine. At <laughs> the very least mine. <laughs> I, I, mm, I'm unsure how true that is for the rest of us, but okay, Ariel. <laughs> Anyways, when are we getting to Orsamar? Ren says, uh, based on our current location, I'd say in two days. It's not that far north into the Frostbacks. Uh, and he says, and since we're, um, since we're on the way, I should probably, I should probably warn you about, about Orzammar. Um, <clears throat> where do I begin? Uh, so the, the king of Orzammar, uh, his name is, uh, Balin Idukin. He is only king because I, I kind of put him there. Uh, so we shouldn't have too much trouble getting an audience with him, but I should I should warn you, like I said, he's a um what's a good way to put this? He's a dickhead. Ah. Uh, what? And I'm not saying that in the I'm not saying that in the way like, oh, all politicians are dicks. Like, no, he killed two of his siblings to get the throne. Oh. Like he is genuinely a bad person. He's power hungry in a very bad way. And let me explain <laughs> let me explain myself he says I didn't give a fuck about who became king of Orzammar right the fifth blight was happening I needed the dwarves of Orzammar to fight on the surface with me against the darkspawn but you know the previous king had just died and they were not going to be able to help me until they had a king so I did some stupid bullshit I went to the deep roads and I I backed Balin because even though he is an asshole he was an asshole who was going to help the plight of the castless and open up Orzammar a little bit more to the surface. So, does he like you? I don't think so. Okay. Oh no. <laughs> but he owes me, so that should be enough to at least get an audience with him. I did sort of call him an asshole the second the crown got on his head, so... Okay, yeah, so oh. he doesn't like you. Okay. <laughs> mm. <laughs> that checks out for Sabre siblings, yeah. 
He says the other guy was nicer than him, but you know, he was very traditionalist. And I thought as long as I was choosing the king of Orzammar, I might as well, you know, try to improve the lot of life for, you know, the people at the bottom rungs. And listen, it was two bad choices. So this is gonna be fun. <laughs> hey, uh, uh, Talgan, any opinions? Talgan's like, nope. <laughs> he takes a swig. <laughs> <laughs> Not a one. I was eight years old when I left Orzammar. I don't even remember the name of the king when I left, so. And it's like, it was it was Ender and I do king. He's like, don't care. <laughs> he takes another swig. <laughs> so what's our plan of attack here? He says, well, um, we need to get to the Legion of the Dead. Uh, they're usually in the deep rows, but every now and then they come back up to Orzammar to, you know, make reports and stuff. Uh, so we should be able to talk to uh, a Legion of the Dead emissary hopefully, uh, and ask them directly. They do technically work for the king, so we will need the king's permission. But like I said, he owes me, so. I guess that's the game plan, then, is we just ask him. So, works for me! Sounds good! <laughs> uh, if you have any questions about Orzammar, what to expect in Orzammar, questions about King Balin, now would be the time to ask. Yeah, I feel like Cass is... Probably as a canary, never been underground, so it's just like, w will I even fit? Oh yeah, no, you'll, you'll don't worry about it. Orzammar is. Let's just say the dwarves are compensating for something. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> Talgan's like, ha! <laughs> <laughs> like, are they like? Do they care about the blight, or are they just kind of like, this is a human, a surfacer thing, a surfacer problem, and we don't give a shit? <laughs> Ren says, "Well, um, so the." The darkspawn are always a problem uh, in the deep roads. That's why the Legion of the Dead exists, because um, they're, they're the ones that guard Orzammar between blights. Actually, when a blight happens on the surface, they get a nice little reprieve. Because <laughs> all the darkspawn are no longer underground. They're now all topside trying to kill everyone else. <laughs> so they're kind of happy about the blight. They very much consider blights a surfacer problem, but, you know, up until very recently, they had the Grey Warden treaties to compel them to help us anyway. Although now I guess it's yeah, I got that anymore. So. That's concerning. Are the legion the legion of the dead are all dwarves? Yes, all dwarves. Okay. I gave you a brief explanation. I don't remember how long ago. Yeah, I remember. They're called the dead cast because they celebrate their own funeral and then they go off to the rest of the house. Oh yeah, so they're like they're considered right. like lesser. Is it like a? Oh no, they're given actually a lot of high esteem. Uh, they're they're well honored, but they are just. Dead. Like, they're not allowed to talk to their families anymore because they're dead and they just went off to serve the dead cast. Okay. So, we need another angle. Uh, I'm not saying this is uh, Yariel because he yeah, wouldn't know this. Yeah, out of character. Yeah. Uh, we need another angle to get them to help us because, I mean, I guess we can just ask them, but it kind of feels like that's not a lot of, like, motivation to be like, that's a, hey. That's a red plan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> red plan. Like, we could. That, that sure is an option. We could just ask nicely. I mean, like... Yariel plan might just be to smash things. Also, probably not a good idea. <laughs> mm -mm. <laughs> or punch people like, do what we say! Is there anything else they want? I mean, we're not, the, like, stopping the blight isn't going to make anything better, essentially, for them. Like <laughs> He says, as for what they want, uh, Ren says, I mean, I don't really know. I've, I didn't spend a lot of time in Orzammar. Talgan says, they always want to expand the lyrium trade. I don't know if we can get really any major contacts with would or place large orders of lyrium, though. Okay, I think that's probably the way in is to talk about. I don't know how we expand the lyrium trade. This is again definitely not a Yariel thing. Um. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, you do. This is extremely unethical. 
but you do have 10 floors in your service now. Okay, oh, no, we're not doing oh, that. Yeah. No, we're not no, doing like, that. No, That's bad. No, yeah. Fuck that. <laughs> do we know people? I mean, we, we've got people in Orlay, obviously, now, and for Reldon. I mean, mm-hmm. it's basically like it's mages. Do we know mages that might need it? I have an idea. Pelgan says, well, speak up. So, it's used primarily by mages now that the, the Templars aren't, you know. And Vivienne is close with Lannan, and I don't think she would want to do anything that I want, but that's neither here nor there. Um, we could- Who's Vivienne? She- <sighs> Okay, I'm going about this ass over tail. Mages use it. She is very, very influential with- what's known as the Circle of Magi. Maybe she could get them to increase their order. So if we talked, if we asked Landon and talked to Vivienne and possibly, I mean, that's interesting. Pelgin says, well, we also have possibly what the next Archon. <laughs> so there's that. We could also uh, see if we can bribe them that way. Like, oh, we're in bed with the next Archon. Well, at least one of us was in bed with the next Archon. He says looking at Cassandra. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, I'm like, what? Oh. oh. <laughs> yeah, it seems reasonable. Okay, so we've got we've got some other got paths some, here. We've got some stuff that you could theoretically bribe him with, yeah. It's... Uh, Yarl speaks up and like, just like, well, we could also just threaten to kill them if they didn't help us. Well, let's not go with that Yariel. one. Okay, well. <laughs> Talgan's like, threaten to kill all of Orzammar? No, um, just King Balin. Just the king. You're talking about assassination? Okay, maybe the more I'm talking about this, the less of a good idea it is. But just, you know, back pocket, <laughs> plan D, you know, just in case everything else doesn't work. As uh, Ren said it would be, the trip between Skyhold and the Gates of Orzammar is quite short. Uh, the Gates of Orzammar are nestled into this... Uh, this sort of valley that's crushed between two uh, sharply sloping mountains. There's a long path that leads up to the gates and a large market uh, just outside, uh, mostly surfacer dwarves uh, who are you know, peddling their wares on the outside. Um, they are not presently being guarded, but the second you go inside through the what's termed the Hall of Heroes, Ren mutters to you under his breath, with these great statues of dwarves looming down over you, uh, uh, he explains, these are uh, paragons. He says, paragons are... Um, uh, and then he looks helplessly at Talgan like, can you explain what paragons are better than I can? <laughs> and Talgan's like, Ugh. he says, paragons are... They're part of the dwarven religion. Uh, whereas you surfacer folk all worship your sky maker or whatever it is you worship. Creators. Sure. Okay. Uh, we dwarves worship our ancestors. And certain ancestors that have done a great service to the people of Orzammar that have invented something magnificent or advanced culture or society in some way, they are raised up to the level of paragons, living ancestors. And he says, the last one died about, he pauses, about 15 years ago. And then he turns and looks suspiciously at Ren's like, Ren's like, <laughs> uh, I had uh, nothing to do with that if anyone asks. <laughs> Very convincing. You should try to work be more convincing when you say that again. <laughs> I had nothing to do with killing Paragon Bronca. 
Maybe don't talk oh, about it. Oh, so that's her name. Listen, she was going crazy in my defense. She was trying to trap souls in it. It's not important. You pass through the uh, the Hall of Paragons and you finally make it to Orzammar. The second you open this second set of inner doors, uh, you are blasted with heat. Um, you are on this long stone bridge, uh, about 100 feet below which is a lake of lava, which is the primary illumination of the room. Uh, it is very busy. Uh, there are vendor stalls set up all around these main commons, uh, storefronts, shoppers, kids that are following their mother's skirt, chasing in every direction. It is massive and it is impressive. Like, Talgan has basically been shit-talking Orzammar since the minute you met him, but it's really hard not to be sort of blown away by how beautiful and massive Orzammar is. I'm just sort of like staring around. I'm just like, Talgan, I think you might have might have left a few things out, man. <laughs> Talgan says, oh yeah, they're also very racist. I left that out. Uh, excellent. Ren, who, like, it has been 15 years, uh, but, you know, he was in what amounts to a coma for most of those 15 years, so it's still relatively fresh in his mind. Uh, he guides you through uh, this very busy market, uh, and you get a lot of people noticing you, not just be, well, yes, because you are several heads taller than anyone else, but also because you're surfacers. Uh, and they all seem very, very keen to get some of that good surfacer gold. And as you're walking, Ren says, you know, last time I uh, I had to flex my Grey Warden treaties just to get in. He says, maybe King Balin has uh, kind of opened it up to the surface literally, as well as figuratively. That feels suspicious. Well, he can literally just come in. Doesn't seem safe. He says, well, I mean, you can't fault that it's clearly had a good effect on the economy, he says as he's looking around at the, uh, at the assembled dwarves peddling their wares. He says, anyway, uh, he, he'll be in the diamond quarter. It's this way. And he heads off. And yeah, there's a lot of stuff to pass. There's like a, a nug breeder that you pass at one point. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> who has, <laughs> like, you can hear him before you see him. All the squeaking of the, the nugs. <laughs> uh, Ren, as he passes, is like, that's the fuck, that's the guy. It's like, okay, I don't want to sound crazy, but the last time I was here, I bought Nel- Liliana a nug, and I just... This guy looks a lot like the guy I bought it from. Why? It's possible it's the same person. Why wouldn't it be the same person? Well, because when I met him, he was a uh, castless, li- like living in Dust Town, and now he's in the Commons. That what does that mean? It means that he's moved up in caste, which doesn't seem like it should be possible. And Talgan, he is frowning. He says it definitely shouldn't be possible. So maybe this king has made changes. I mean, you said that's what you wanted, isn't it? Well, yeah, no, it totally is. I just didn't think, I don't think he'd actually be successful, is the thing. Like, uh, and then he's, you know, like, he stares at the nug breeder wonderingly and then just sort of awkwardly walks off. <laughs> uh, you eventually, you do make it into the Diamond Quarter, uh, which, true to its name, is uh, glittering in certain places with lots and lots of diamonds, particularly around the signage, uh, you know, uh, like over doors, uh, glimmering in the handrails, that kind of thing. It is about as bougie as you can look while still looking definitely dwarven. <laughs> and Ren says, I will go see if I can petition for audience with King Balin. Uh, you guys have a look around the diamond quarter, I guess. Uh, meet back here in ten minutes? Okay. All right. 
so this is a, a good point. There are also vendors in the diamond quarter. And now is a good, if you want to buy something with, actually, you know what? You've got so much money, I don't even care. If you want to buy something, like if, go th- look through the book if there's like a weapon or a piece of armor that you want to buy. Uh, yeah. you, can, you can take this opportunity yes. to buy it. Good. Yes. Because I was going to say, I'm like, I Ooh. forgot. I, that I don't actually have any armor yet, just that I can wear it now, and I need some armor, and I need to get my sword. So how, what's Cassandra's process? Does she like just wander around until she finds something labeled blacksmith and just... Or does she have, like, does she ask around, like, who's a good blacksmith? Or does... I'm very interested to know what her shopping around process looks like. I feel like, yeah, the first thing she does is sort of, like, scan around and then realizes, like, wait a minute. These are dwarves. Like, I don't fucking know anything about dwarves. Like... How would I know? So yeah, definitely going to ask around, be like, you there, I- I'm sorry for bothering you. Do you know where a blacksmith might be? Uh, the person that you flagged down is just a random citizen. Uh, she's got like a kid on her hip and she says, you realize that you're an Orzammar, yeah? You can't spit without hitting a blacksmith. S- specifically one close to me? Like, can you point one out? <laughs> says, well, it depends on what sort of work you want done. Ah, I was thinking more like sword. Oh, sword crafting. All right, well, for sword crafting, and she points down uh, further down to the diamond quarter, she says, head down straight that way. Look on the left side, and you'll find a sign that says Janar. Go and see him. I'll do you well. All right, thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, I am definitely going to follow her instructions and head down that way. And I'm like looking, and I'm like, Janar, 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 Janar. So yes, you do eventually find a storefront, uh, Janar's smithy. Uh, and as soon as the door, there's a little bell over the door, it jingles when you open it, and there is a gentleman standing behind the desk, uh, who sort of startles uh, when you enter. He says, Hi, great ancestors, look at the size of you! That is true, I am <laughs> very large. He says, I, uh, I mean, no disrespect, I just, uh, <clears throat> uh, can I help you? Um, I hope so. Uh, and I just take out my ingot, like, I need this to be more sword-like. He watches as you set it down. He's like, you, you're going to need more for a sword. What else do I need? More metal? Swords are... You know what a great sword looks like, right? Ah, well, actually, I am a mage, you see. This is more of like a magical sword. <laughs> he says, you know, I, I'm not a, an enchanter, right? I can't enchant something for you. Okay, so I can make the blade with my magic. I just need the hilt. Oh, you just, you just, just the hilt. You don't need anything else besides the hilt. Right, exactly. Well, um, I'll admit this is an unusual request. Uh, he picks up the ingot and he studies it. He says, oh, it's good quality, Lazarite. Uh, you know, he, he tries to bend it a little bit at the edges, see how sturdy it is. And he says, uh, what sort of hilt? A two-handed hilt? Yes, that's what I was thinking. That's what I'm most familiar with. Do you want any embellishments on it? Any gems, enchantments, runes, anything like that? <laughs> I sort of like just blink at him. Like the idea of like embellishments, like what kind of runes could I have and embellishments? He says, well, I'm like I said, I, I am not myself an enchanter. However, uh, my daughter uh, works uh, well, she- I don't actually know where she's working these days. We don't keep in touch very often. Last I heard, she was working with the Inquisition. Uh, but these days, I think she's doing freelance work. She's an enchanter of quite some skill. 
Um, you could take it to her after I finished smelting the hilt. Oh, um, yes, I actually know the Inquisitor, so that shouldn't be too hard. Uh, yeah, uh, you you do know the the actual Inquisitor. You know Lannan? No, I don't. I've I've just heard of him. Uh, how about I give you a discount? <laughs> and she just looks and she's like, um, okay. And he says, come back in a couple days. I'll have this nice and ready for you. I'm pretty excited. I've been meaning to pick up more heavy mail and stuff since I've been dealing with my leather armor oh, forever. Yeah. Yes, let's, let's bounce to you, Yariel. What do you want to buy? Uh, I would like a heavy shield and heavy mail because I'm feeling we're about to get into some shit. So most of the designs on, like, first of all, yes, you can buy whatever you want. But most of the designs, like, there, there's a lot of intricate design work on shields in particular. So what kind of design would Yariel gravitate towards? Ooh. Is there, like, a uh, an animal that's, like, special to the Dalish? Like, the Hala. Oh, that makes sense. Like, the Hala horn. Yes, that's what he would ideally like. I guess it's probably not likely that they're going to just have that. They yeah, and I think that's a good see like you're you're perusing a bunch of different shields with a bunch of different designs on it and you're you know, you're you're really looking around and the shopkeep comes up to you and she says, "Can I help you find something?" "Yes, I would like the largest shield you have." <laughs> "Oh, well, these are our heavy shields," she says gesturing to the rack that you're looking at. "Any particular design or shape you were looking for?" "Well, I I, I I'm not sure you'll you'll have this, but there's an animal called a hala. Do you know of it? She says, oh, I take the markings on your face to mean your tailish then, yes? Yes. He says, well, I'll tell you what, if you can give me uh, something to work with, like an image to reference, I could certainly uh, work one, just, you know, slap one together for you. We do have blank shields, which are covered in a very easy to carve malleable gold. I could carve it and then plate it for you. Shouldn't take more than an hour or two. The nicest thing I will have ever owned in my life. <laughs> um, I, I don't think I have anything that has a picture of one on. I've got the hollow horn, but obviously that's just the. Oh, you know what? How about this? How about Meryl's hilt was carved with the head of a uh... <laughs> I'm like racking my brain frantically and like patting myself down. I'm like, what would I? What? And I pull it out and I just sort of look at it, and everything just sort of stops for a second, and I say. Would, would this do? Uh, she takes it from you and she looks at him and is like, Oh, yes! Oh, what a very intricate little design. Yes, I could certainly do this for you. It shouldn't take more than an hour or two. Half down payment now, and then you can pay the other half when you come pick it up. What about you, Elian? What are, uh, what are you getting up to? <laughs> um, well, I'm kind of intrigued by the idea of a uh, tailored leather duster. Because, I mean, like, I've embroidered this armor and I've made it more my own, but, you know. Okay, so you head up to a leather crafter in that case. There are not as many leather crafters in Orzammar, obviously, as there are those that, you know, make weapons and shields and heavy plate armor, that kind of thing. But, you know, they make pretty much everything in Orzammar, uh, so you find one easily enough. Mm -hmm. The shop front is headed up by an elderly woman with a, a long silvery beard, and she says, What can I do for you, lad? Um, I was hoping that you might have a duster that I could have, maybe with the... She says, ooh. She, like, puts her finger, gives the side of her nose, concealed pockets? Possibly. 
well, let me quickly take your measurements. I'm sure we have something in your size. Uh, and she shepherds you out to the back. And she spends a minute, you know, take, getting up. Like, she you, again, you're a human. She's a dwarf, so she has to stand up on a stool <laughs> to get the measurement across your shoulders and stuff. Uh, but eventually she does set you up with a very nice uh, long leather duster that's open at the front and attached with a belt. You can kind of, like, slip it over regular clothes uh, and attach it with the belt. And yes, there are... It is lined with hidden pockets that can hold all sorts of secrets. <laughs> yes. So yes, y'all get some goodies, uh, and you all meet back up outside the uh, the royal quarters. Uh, and Ren is like leaning against the door, and he says, "Took you long enough. Wow, you guys went shopping, huh?" Uh, yeah, you know, we had ten minutes to kill. <laughs> It's definitely been more than ten minutes. <laughs> he says, no, no, it's fine. It's just... just I've never seen you guys actually go shopping before. You just needed some stuff, you know? I, like, shrug my shoulders. Like, you like it? It's shiny. <laughs> he says, looks great on you. Uh, Lethalon looks great on you. Uh, and he says, anyway, uh, we have got an entrance with the King of Orzammar, so maybe smarten up a little bit. And he immediately does goes into big brother mode with you, Yariel, and is, like, trying to smooth your hair down. This is... <laughs> no, it doesn't get better than this. Stop it. Stop. No, that's... <laughs> That's not the way I like my you hair. You look like you were dragged out of the woods two minutes ago, Yari. That's so how gonna... I'm supposed to look. How else will he know I'm Dalish? You have the markings. You don't need to also look like a fucking weevil that just crawled out of a den. I look good if you like men who look like they've been rolling in dirt. <laughs> okay, so remember how I warned you that he's a dickhead? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. He is still a dickhead. Mm, good. Excellent. Current, just so that. we're all current. It's a good thing he's consistent. <laughs> but, you know, that said, he is a dickhead who has apparently married a castless woman. So, uh, let's go, uh, let's go meet King Balin. Okay. Talgan looks like he is full of dread. <laughs> 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 he has been, like, you haven't, he hasn't said a whole lot, but he has gotten markedly more uncomfortable the longer he has stayed in Orzammar. But he, of course, follows you inside because, you know, you brought him here. He's gotta go. Uh, so he, Ren guides you inside, and as soon as you head in, like, maybe it's just how the effect that he has on people. Now, anywhere Ren goes now, when people know he's Ren, Sabre, like, whispers just follow him. <laughs> and clearly he uh, has done it again, because the whole bunch of dwarven nobles lined up along the outside of this hallway that are staring and watching you uh, as oh, you pass through. And Ren says... And, like, try not to antagonize him too much. A little bit of antagonizing is uh, fine because he, like I said, he is a huge asshole. He kind of deserves it. But try to keep it to a minimum. I look pointedly at Yariel for that. (laughs) (laughs) I guess I won't talk then. (laughs) (laughs) And he throws open this last set of inner doors. And, indeed, King Balin Idukin is sitting sort of recumbent on his throne uh, with a very uh, pretty woman who has the castless mark on her face in... Talgan actually looks pretty shocked to see that. To see a woman with a castless mark being raised up to the level of queen. Yeah, he's actually kind of stunned to see it. And he says, Well, as soon as Ren walks in, never thought I'd see your mug again. Ren's like, Yeah, trust me, I, this was not my first choice of places to come. He says, Didn't you die getting eaten by the archdemon or something? Ren's like, It's good to see you too. Um... May I introduce uh, the four representatives of the Lucerne? This is uh, Elian Bayard, the mage Cassandra, Telgan Dunmoral, and um, my younger brother, Yariel. 
Uh, and Balin, King Balin kind of sweeps his eyes over the four of you and he says, uh-huh. And what is it you want an audience with me for? And I look at Elian. Okay. This is what you're here for. <laughs> I know. We were hoping, your majesty, that you might uh, grant us permission to speak with an emissary for the Legion of the Dead. Says, the Legion? What in the ancestor's name do you need to talk to the Legion for? I fear that we are in the midst of another blight. <laughs> he looks over and he's like, boy, this feels familiar. Ren's like, yep. Yeah, no, the, the irony is not lost on me. He says, you came all the way to Orzammar to ask for help from Legion of the Dead. You've got a Grey Warden with you. Why not just conscript us? Or, and he sort of leans forward and he said, are the rumors I've been hearing from the surface true? Are the Grey Wardens gone? Elian kind of darts his eyes at the others, but there's no point in lying. They are. They have been disbanded. He says, huh. Good. Honestly, I've never been a big fan of the way they've been legally allowed to boss everybody around. And Ren under his breath, like, yeah, we couldn't have more than one person bossing people around in Orzammar, could we? I elbow him shortly. <laughs> <laughs> and he says, well, the Legion of the Dead, as I hope you are aware, uh, is not an independent organization. They answer directly to the king, to me. If you want to get their help with anything, you're going to have to do it through me. And he says, you said your name was Dunmoral. And Talgan immediately looks awkward. Oh. And Talgan says, yeah, Talgan Dunmoral. And Balin says, House Dunmoral. Talgan says, the house doesn't really exist anymore, as I'm sure your majesty is aware. And he says, oh, yes, yes, I'm aware. Uh, and he stands up, this resplendent golden and red armor clinking, as he comes down this shallow dais and over toward him and says, Ah, oh, you know, I, uh, my father was good friends with your mother. She was a member of his inner circle for quite some years before the whole nasty affair with my two brothers dying. Ren's like, mm, yep, that nasty <laughs> affair with two brothers. I elbow Ren again. <laughs> Ow. And he says, you know, how about this? He turns, sort of clasping his hands behind his back, and he says, you want something from me? You want the not insignificant fighting force that is the Legion of the Dead to aid you in this blight, I guess, again. How many blights do I have to deal with in one lifetime? By the way, warden. And Ren's like, I'm not a warden anymore, your majesty. He says, whatever. He says, you want something from me? So how about some good recompense? He levels a look at Talgan, and he says, how would you feel, Talgan, about, uh, Coming back to Orzammar. Talgan's like, excuse me? He says, permanently, as a noble, on my court. Talgan's like, that, that, that can't be done. Not, House Dunmoral has been erased from the memories. There's no way. And then uh, King Balin interjects. He says, oh, there is a way. You see, me and the Shaper of Memories have been butting heads for over a decade now, and... Uh, I can think of no better way to stick it to him than to bring back the last heir of a lost house. And if he happens to be in my corner on many political matters, more is the better. Hey friends, Tessa here. 
If you're desperate to hear the next episode, chances are good that you can by joining our Discord server. We post links to all episodes and pre-release, and you can even chat with us and listen live as we record. Join us by going to bit.ly slash CFC Discord. For more information on the show, character biographies, and links to social media, head to our website, critfail.club or critfailclub.com. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Tumblr. Critfail Club does not advertise at all, so if you like what you hear, tell a friend who might also like it, make a post on social media about it, or leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Full episodes are available on our YouTube channel, bit.ly slash channel, or wherever you get your podcasts. 